what is going on guys it is me crypto bud here for today and uh, this is going to be one of my most important videos that I'm gonna be sharing with you about my analysis for NEO after I went to the NEO DEFCON conference spoke to a bunch of people and this one is going to be my top five reasons why NEO is the new king of cryptocurrency that's right ladies and gentlemen I have I am going to put down the gauntlet right now and say that we have we are going to be crowning a new king that's not going to be Ethereum and it's not definitely going to be Bitcoin but it's going to be NEO the king of the altcoins the one the only NEO that's right now uh, before I start I will also want to make an announcement to uh, this month on the 24th I will be doing a, a conference I'll be speaking at the NAC 3 conference in New York for anybody who's interested uh, tickets are on sale right now at NAC3.io and you can use my discount code CryptoBud for a 15% a discount along with a 50% discount on the course uh, that I'll be also be teaching I also will be teaching an LA course in March the 3rd on Saturday for anybody who wants to learn about cryptocurrencies intermediate and advanced as well I am putting in a lot of content out for everyone to kind of get familiar with the fundamental and the technical aspect of what I do here in the channel so if you're interested for that live class uh, seating is limited to only 35 and uh, if you go onto my website you'll find more information about um, the application and a little bit more about the uh, cost and whatnot uh, and that's going to be March 3rd in Los Angeles for anyone's interested all right guys so this is going to be the top five reasons why Neo is the new king so if you have not watched my other Neo videos go ahead and watch them because I put a lot of time into it specifically looking at the tech and also looking at that last year and over time things have kind of changed really quickly for this very interesting project and uh, after coming off from the San Francisco DEFCOM for the very first time their first DEFCOM I definitely got a lot of insights into the actual NEO ecosystem that I think all of you would definitely find interesting so I wanted to share that with all of you specifically on some of the cool secrets that I found that I probably wouldn't have gleaned from had I just read the white paper and you know read a bunch of articles on medium and whatnot so you guys get it here first you guys get this part to see if Neo is going to be considered the new king which I am going to say this on my channel it is all right so the first one reason number one okay so Neo is currently a um, platform so for those of you who have not heard about Neo before basically what it is it's a smart economy platform that allows ICOs to be built on and have um, running on their platform and one of the things that they're attempting to go head on with is Ethereum now there's a lot of competitors out there right now that are attempting to basically do what Ethereum did last year and I do think that there is going to be a new breed of these tokens that are going to take Ethereum by storm so if you've not heard of NEO before and you're basically brand new and you just heard of Ethereum bear in mind that Ethereum is still considered to be the gold standard however like with all tech there always is going to be things that are going to be changing 
And the first reason why I think Neo is going to be king is because Neo's Net5, which is the protocol that is being used right now for the ICOs, the returns on those on those tokens have been pretty good. Now, obviously, some of them have not caught up with Ethereum's ICO prices, but given the ICO landscape that we've had, these are one of the very few gems that I see. Now, let's take a look at real quick what I'm talking about. Now, the first NEO ICO that came out was RPX. That was about four months ago. It ICO'd it at about two cents. Its current price is at 25 cents for a return of 810% on a NEO return of 203x uh, for a total return of 607%. That is phenomenal for an ICO, especially one that came out just past this past year because there was a lot of ICOs that came out and they were always underperforming the overall benchmark market. The second one was TNC, which is Trinity. That one ICO'd about a month ago at six cents, and now its current price is at 22 for a, a return of 266 percent or 276 total return. Again, not too shabby considering the fact that um, these tokens were really, really um, very limited in many scopes. So that's another one to keep an keep an um, eye eye out for. The other one was DBC called Deep Brain. Two months ago, it ICO'd at about two cents for a 3x return, 365%, and QLC, which was a 1x. Now, obviously, not all of them did well because there's two of them that did not do well, which is the key and Zippin, um, which actually went under the ICO price of minus 20%. But if you take a look at all the ones that have currently come out, they definitely have done extremely well considering the environment. So that's number one. That tells me a couple of things. Number one is that these ICOs are coming out on the NEO platform are of high quality compared to some of the ones that are coming out of the Ethereum network. And that to me is a good sign indicating that the screening process for these ICOs has basically gone a lot higher, um, either because they have to pay more or because they are being carefully selected now to be on the platform. So there's a couple of things going on. So Neo's growing successful DAP ecosystem has gone up quite a bit. And if you take a look at the market cap specifically for these coins, obviously a lot of them are still under that $300 million mark, which is they're considered to be micro caps. But I do think that it, give it a little bit more time, eventually these coins are going to begin to garner a little bit more, more attention. And especially if you go into, into these details, about these coins. The second thing is they already have about 20 plus ICOs in the pipeline. So these are just the ones that just came out, went on the exchanges, and there's actually still a backlog of about at least 20 plus ICOs that are still running in there. As long as that kind of keeps on churning out, what you're going to find is NEO is going to be very similar to what Ethereum did back when it was at $100. Now, obviously, it's they're still very young. So, but so far, so good. And so when I see platforms out there that have this type of situation, I think there's a lot more future than the than the, a lot of the platforms that either are just barely listing their ICOs or have underperforming ones. And again, a couple of, of coins that come into mind, for example, like ARK, LISC, Stratus, any of those tokens, uh, platforms have talked about having ICOs, but they don't have that many in there. And the ones they do have, it's usually they kind of underperform anyway. So 
it's a very for me it's the first litmus test in terms of the demand for the for the actual ecosystem the second one is they do have a lot of low exposure on a lot of these exchanges majority of these tokens actually all of them right now are traded on kucoin which basically means that their their liquidity right now is constrained by the exchanges they're in once they begin to list on other coins like for example on exchanges for example binance boom these coins are going to take off guys and this is something that i always always look at in terms of the quality of the coins and right now as we speak for today um rpx which is their first one just got listed on binance and the coin just took off about 60 70 percent which is amazing because rpx has been on kucoin for a very long time and now binance is beginning to list the net five token so this is most likely going to continue to increase as more liquidity comes in the last one is going to be that they actually have business and enterprise focus a lot of these coins are not just hobby coins that people try to make they actually do have real use cases and they're targeting the business aspect of it for real use case so what's probably going to happen in the next couple of months is that these coins are going to eventually gain some more traction and some partnerships which eventually will increase in price so all i can say is they're pretty good coins and they're pretty solid tech in terms of what they actually have all right the other one i want to i want to talk about is going to be easy staking for those of you who have who have not heard about um, neo gas basically neo rewards any of the holders with a gas token that has a value and it's traded on the exchanges and pretty much the way it works is that you don't have to do anything you just have to open up your wallet you or you have to go on binance leave your tokens in there you can close the application and you'll get gas production unlike some of the other staking um, coins where you have to buy some sort of extra hardware you have to install a software you have to program certain things assuming you have to let the electricity running and boom you know you finally get your tokens and so anyway this is actually pretty easy so all you have to do is download a neon wallet from the city of scion and you put in your tokens in boom you close the app if it's running or it's not apping and you get some gas on there now to give you an idea of what how much money you're talking about let's assume i have 100 neo shares um, for a total of eleven thousand dollars right so if you go ahead and put that in and you go ahead and convert that into usd you're probably gonna get about a buck a day which is not not too shabby on the week you'll get eight bucks on the month you'll get about 34 and the year you get 400 for a total dividend about 3.65 percent now obviously on the theoretical side that's almost six so that's pretty cool and that's considering that the gas is actually something that they will use the ICOs will use to enter in and for you to buy the ICO you actually have to use gas so in other words gas is a currency that is being used on the neo platform very similar to something like um gas in the ethereum network the only difference is that it actually has value and it does rise as more people begin to use it so you can think of it as like a mini bitcoin where you do need the gas in order to function and to execute the smart contracts so i can see gas as becoming the go-to currency in the neo ecosystem in the future which is going to be extremely important the last one is that gas is divisible unlike neo which is not so as the neo price rises 
people are going to try to gravitate towards gas in order to buy the the actual ICOs and be able to transact and use these smart contract executions. So there is an extra added value to it. And as you guys already know, value in cryptocurrency is derived from usage and also from network adoptability and it going mainstream. So the more it gets used, the higher the currency value becomes. So this is actually a very important one that people tend to overlook. All right, reason number three, airdrops. So right now, NEO has just announced just today that they are going to be doing their first airdrop for anybody who owns NEO for the high profile ICO called Ontology. Ontology, for those of you who have, who have not heard about it, is one of the best um, projects that are being built by OnChain, which is the parent company for NEO and for Ontology, which basically is a chain infrastructure platform in China that's using um, trust systems. A lot of people compared Ontology to NEO where from when they first came out. And the fact that they're actually doing airdrops for this one gives it even an extra value. Obviously, Ontology was already an airdropped um, token. But what the NEO Council decided to do is give everybody some of these tokens. And I think this is really generous and also very smart of them because NEO was really considered to be a competition to Ontology when it first came out. Now, there's going to be about 20 million Ontology tokens being given out. And each Ontology token generates gas on top of that. So if you are collecting Ontology tokens, let's say you did the ICO, you did the whitelist, and you got the ontology tokens and the fact that you actually still have NEO on top, you can still generate even more gas because the ontology itself also generates gas in itself. Also, ontology is one of the larger, I call it a sisters of NEO or brother, because what it's going to do is that it's going to be using building a infrastructure force for complementing the NEO ecosystem in many different ways. So this is actually real huge. So currently you're going to get 0.2 ontology per NEO and there is a potential in my opinion i think this sets presence for future airdrops um on for any sort of neo neo token so i think what the neo council is doing and overall what they are attempting to do is reward a lot of the holders for the neo and not just for the gas but also for the upcoming icos now so far i haven't heard anything else regarding any more airdrops but this actually puts neo at the forefront of increasing its value and putting a floor on it especially when people know they're going to get some sort of airdrop very similar to what bitcoin did with the forks and i i can tell you right now as i was speaking with a lot of the people on the at the neo ecosystem ontology was one of the premier high profile um platforms that are probably going to be rivaling neo and also rivaling ethereum in the next couple of months so i think the fact that they did this is extremely extremely um well thought out moving along number four community neo is currently one of the largest um, projects out there with a strong community i can't say that with some of the other top five coins and one of the reasons why is because if you track back at the number of reddit subscribers and the number of twitter it's basically gone exponential since september now granted it was a little bit low before september of 17 and when I first covered it back in summer, it was actually not even that um, that popular. But now as people begin to hear about NEO and all the different things that they're doing relating to the ICOs and also to their technology, allowing developers to develop these apps, 
the interest has just skyrocketed. And so as you can see from this, this is actually quoted from uh, CoinGecko. You can see that the Twitter followers has basically gone exponential and the number of uh, posts per hour have also increased. This is actually extremely important because coins that actually don't have this type of following normally can't sustain themselves on the top 10 list on the cryptocurrency um, market cap. And one of the things I always look for is trending trending coins coins that not only are hot for one day but continue to be trending throughout that part so the other one is i can also tell you that the reddit holdings it's at seventy-eight thousand, one of the largest reddit followings of a lot of the other cryptocurrencies and at seventy-eight thousand, that's not an easy task to have obtained they would have they needed to have provided value enough to get almost close to that 100k mark so as you can see from this this is something I don't see a lot in some of the other ones. Even Cardano doesn't have this much community involvement. The other one is the Google interest has spiked up to a 100 for the first time in back in January. Now it's dipped down a little bit because of the whole <clears throat> Bitcoin sell-off. But every single time it hits a new peak, it continues to go down, but then it rises even higher. So I expect this interest to continue moving forward as the coin begins to get a lot more exposure due to the different applications in ICOs. There is a lot of community engagement. You just type in NEO on, on YouTube or any sort of other part and there's a lot of people talking about it. So that's actually a really good plus. Let's talk about the valuation real quick. So all of this doesn't really matter if the coin is very expensive. And a couple of metrics I use for specifically for valuation is two parts. Number one is obviously the price. And the second one is going to be your market cap and also the direction of it. When I was at the DEF CON conference, we had a very charismatic leader, Da Hong Fei, who basically was outlining its roadmap and their vision going forward. In order for me to be convinced that this price is worth what it is, I need to be able to understand exactly where the coin is going and also specifically where is the executive leadership pushing that coin. First off right now, it's currently at a $7.2 billion market cap, which for me it has already crossed the, crossed the $1 billion threshold. Usually coins who cross that $1 billion threshold have already established themselves as one of the key players in the cryptocurrency space. NEO has done that and has sustained that, that market cap without being a major pump and dump. And the second thing is that it's seven billion, but it's still not like to the point where it's at a hundred already or eighty or ninety billion or in the double digits, which means it gives a little bit of room to kind of move up. Now, obviously, it's already had a lot of growth already, so there it, it, you're probably it's going to be a little harder to do like a ten x, but I do think that there is enough um, f um, ceiling up here to get to the. Uh, double digits like for example ethereum's market cap or even bitcoin cash's uh, market cap which is already in the double digits so i think the valuation is in a very nice sweet spot right now where it hasn't really come down too much but it hasn't risen up so much so it's kind of like in this kind of middle area which i think it's uh, still undervalued but i still think has a higher higher mark the other thing that i always find for valuation that a lot of people tend to overlook or don't really care about anymore is supply supply does matter guys and and uh, um neo was one of the few coins that came out back in 2014 and when they were pushing that 100 million dollar supply cap and right now if you see a lot of the coins are coming out they're coming out with something 
crazy like 500 billion 500 million a billion tokens in fact you don't really see 100 million anymore and so one of the reasons why i like this is because it 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 kind of it kind of reminds me when bitcoin first came out with a 21 million market cap that was like the thing that people had and then they slowly started increasing and increasing it and then i think 100 million it's kind of like right there it's not too high it's not too low given the prices obviously if that if that supply gets larger then the valuation has to kind of come down a little bit but the fact that they only have 65 circulating currently and the rest of them are locked up puts me at ease in terms of the dilution of the value the other thing is i think it's still underexposed even though it's gotten a lot of community engagement for the last couple of months a lot of people still don't own no own neo in fact uh, they rather own things like cardano they rather own things like ethereum um, or eos or any of those especially in the western countries because they don't know much about the eastern platforms or they kind of are a little bit scared because of the whole chinese regulation and fud so i do think that once people begin to accept the fact that neo is becoming a force to reckon with they're going to begin to hold it now remember what you want right now is call people not owning neo so that eventually when the coin does get owned they're going to eventually move the price up so this is actually a, a big positive unlike something that's been heavily exposed like cardano or something that's heavily been exposed like ethereum where obviously a lot of people already own the coin now that's not to say that there's more people owning cardano than neo because i still have to run those stats but all i can say right now is that i don't think it's gone to that point where everybody owns neo in fact i still know a lot of big influencers that still don't own it and if they do own it it's a very small amount so that's actually a very good one now at the conference da hong fei had basically put this roadmap out and i thought this was really interesting he says that neo has 1000 transactions per second already which blows ethereum out of the water by the way the second one it has one confirmation using the dbft tech which is very different from ethereum which uses about you know a way more than one and bitcoin which obviously uses a lot more and then it's talking about the interoperability with the neo x platform which we'll talk about later but the interesting thing was they were talking about a stable coin called alchemint which is basically from my understanding it was a form of tether and they're going to try to build an entire ecosystem that is away from tether away from the regular market cap and creating their own ecosystem in the cryptocurrency space and i think this is going to be huge because of all the problems that we have right now with tether and all the problems we have with some of the other coins that are having this situation the last one is that they're actually planning on doing excuse me 100,000 transactions per second without sharding and uh, they're going to try to do that um, by 2020 so the goal here is to begin to scale this first before they have problems down the, down the road and I think that's going to play a, cru a critical role on the valuation of this coin because as you already know the more usage this coin gets the higher the price is going to be in the future all right let's talk a little bit about the ecosystem of the dApps real quick so this is going to be I think the crux of what I got from the conference is that as I was listening to people I was hearing them talk a little bit about how they're going to incorporate dApps into the Neo ecosystem and one of them had to be with the fact that they were carefully handpicking certain types of projects that are going to be um, working together in this ecosystem now obviously there's a lot more projects that they're coming out in the pipeline but this is something I want to I want to take a look at at that at the forefront is going to be next 
Next is going to be the dApps that's going to look at payment solutions and systems and trying to integrate with merchants. And that's going to be key because again, for mainstream adoption, specifically for Bitcoin, we always have a problem with adoption at the merchant level. Next is going to be positioning itself for that to allow NEO to be a part of that ecosystem. The next one is going to be Moonlight, which is a new type of dApp that's dealing with uh, a workforce platform, very similar to like kind of like HR, where you begin to hire people to do random jobs. Uh, and then on the other end, you have Thor, which is part of the we'll call the gig economy, very similar to the idea of basically hiring people to begin to do work for tech or whatnot. So they already have the labor pool, they already have the payment systems, and then on the other ends you have QLink. You have Apex, which is the marketing part. You have the key, which is a privacy. And then you have Zipin, uh, if I'm pronouncing correctly, about how to deal with content and manage copyright protections, which is going to be huge. And then at the bottom, you have Trinity. As you can see, they're assembling a team. Think of it like the Avengers, right? Where Neo is at the center of the whole thing. They're all operating on the blockchain. Everyone has their own role to play. And Neo's beginning to connect the dots with all of them. That's what I saw at the conference. That's exactly what I needed to see um, when you're dealing with enterprise solutions. So if I'm a company and I say, look, I want to start off a DAP competition. I want to do, I want to use DAPs in my business. How can you help me doing that? Right now, there is no current solution for it. You have to go to like five different companies. You'll be lucky if the quality is the same on any of those. And on top of that, you have to be able to train your IT staff to be able to deal with this. Neo is offering a one-stop shop for all of these things. We can do the hiring for you. We can do the marketing for you. We can also deal with the privacy and we can also do the payment solution. So as you can see where I'm going with this, you're going to find that in the future, companies are going to want to gravitate, especially if they don't have any blockchain tech, they're going to want to gravitate to this ecosystem instead of dealing with something like Ethereum, where they're going to have to look around on their own and begin to train themselves on how to use Solidity. So there is going to be, I think, a very, very important role that not only it's, it's about NEO, right it's about all these different types of platforms that they're bringing on board that's going to provide a solution. Okay, here's my last reason. And by now you're still not convinced. Let me give you one last kind of um, research that I've done. One of them is that some of these have switched over to from Ethereum platform and they're actually jumping over to Neo. One of them being Narrative. Narrative was originally um, an Ethereum, was built on the Ethereum um, ecosystem. And Addicts was another one, obviously. And what they're doing is um, they're obviously doing their, their ICO now on the NEO platform, which basically has to do with content. And one of the reasons they switched over was because of Ethereum bottlenecks, high transaction fees and enhancement plans, which have not come to fruition. So what you're seeing right here is the, the inklings of a potential hopover from some of these companies that originally had faith in Ethereum because they thought this was going to be it. But then Ethereum has just lagged there and taken their time and now are beginning to think that maybe Neo is going to be the one. So here we go. So narrative is one of the other one. The other one is going to be Thor. Thor has decided to choose to go onto the Neo. They definitely had a choice to go onto the 
sorry, to NEO, they have a choice to go to Ethereum. And what they're doing is going to be helping contractors um, find more. It's basically a powered gig economy and it's going to use interest using the Thor 401ks. They're going to talk about retirement savings. So they're going, they're going to be tackling one of the largest things which that I think it needs to be disrupted, which is the labor force. And then obviously we have next, which is an upcoming ICO as well. So as you can see, there is going to be a lot of ICOs coming out in the pipeline that are going to be extremely critical. And just to show you, there's actually have been already three ICOs, I mean, three companies that have already switched over from Ethereum into the NEO network. So Ethereum, you better watch out because what's going to happen is if you don't get all your stuff together in their house in order, like all tech companies, eventually um, people are not going to build upon your platform, especially since we do, you don't have a lot of these solutions kind of kind of ironed out. All right, guys. So that was my whole five things about why I think we have a new king in this year in 2018. What's going to happen really, <clears throat> and I do think that it, it will be, there's a lot of skeptics out there right now that says, you know, I'm a diehard Ethereum. And I loved Ethereum, obviously, last year. But the reality is that just like Bitcoin, especially in technology, being realistic, if you do not innovate fast enough and you do not do what you're supposed to do, um, when people are asking for these solutions, because for whatever X, Y, Z reason, you're going to be left behind. This is not like any other industry that I'm that I'm familiar with, where people can wait on themselves for a couple of months and then wait until ever the whole competition begins to develop their own solutions. So, Neo is not also it's still not out of the, not out of the clear yet. I mean, obviously they have. They have to basically run all these projects and make sure that they don't experience the same problems as Ethereum. But I think they learned their lesson um, early on with the rebrand. And I do think that they are moving in the right direction. So those are my five reasons for why I think NEO is going to be crowned king. And I do think that if they don't get crowned king this year, it's because they royally screwed up somehow. They cannot make a mistake right now. But I do think they have been very aggressive with their roadmap and they've been very aggressive with their mission. And that's one of the reasons why I feel so bullish more so than ever before. When I covered AntShares last year, you know, it was kind of like a long shot. I mean, to be honest with you, but I saw a lot of potential with just the simple fact that they gave out gas. Now we're talking about a whole different ball game where not only are they giving out gas now, but they got airdrops coming in. They've got companies switching out of Ethereum. They're building ecosystems. They're doing DevCom. I mean, this is going to be, I think, one of the biggest growth stories that I've ever seen in the crypto space um, next to Bitcoin and next to Ethereum. Just because unlike some of the other cryptocurrencies that I'm covering, Neo definitely has their act together at a very professional level. And I think talking to people at the conference, specifically at the founders, and every single person I spoke to, they knew what they were talking about. They knew exactly where the vision of it was. And that to me is a huge sign. If the West doesn't appreciate that right now or the East because for X and Y reasons, they will eventually. And when they do, NEO is not going to be at a $100 coin. It's going to be at a much, much higher one. And Ethereum is probably going to end up sharing that, that second spot with one of these. So hopefully that you enjoy the video. Uh, like and subscribe. And again, I will see you uh, at the conferences in the next couple of days. Crypto butt out. Have a great day.